Well, welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. Thanks for joining us today in this series of March Madness. We're talking about basketball, but we're not just going to be breaking down the games today for you as we're excited for all the action that's taking place on the hardwood. It's amazing to watch these athletes competing. We're talking about one of the greatest wizards of the court of all time, actually the Wizard of Westwood, and that's John Wooden. And we're going to talk about leadership. We're going to discuss coaching. We're going to delve into this mentor, this mind, this guru, this amazing Hall of Fame coach that won over 10 national championships, the greatest of all time, and what made him a mentor, a leader. We're going to break down the pyramid of success, the things that John Wooden instilled in his players and his coaches and the values that were so centralized into his life and every fabric of DNA that this man lived by, what he stood behind. And when you're thinking about the greatest leaders of all time, especially in the sports world, you cannot even think about not considering this legendary basketball coach. Now, he stood the test of time. He was around for many years and even still not long enough, but he had such an imprint on the game. Basketball itself with the X's and O's, the way the execution took place, and all the things in between. But certainly when it comes to mentorship, when it comes to melding and molding, shaping young people. And it's just an amazing, inspiring thing to see. In just a couple weeks, we're going to see these great athletes cutting down the nets to reach the Final Four and then one team will prevail, and that's always the case, and it's going to be exciting to see which Cinderella stories come out of the mix. You know, as a college basketball fan, somebody who played college basketball myself at the Division II level, and then competing at some of the highest levels against Division I uh, competition, the likes of Syracuse and the Loyola Chicago's of the world, um, and and going down and playing at Georgia Tech, it's it's amazing to see these athletes compete, and then to know the stories behind them, to know the coaches that make it all happen, to see it all come to fruition. That is a beautiful thing. There are lots of Cinderella stories. I have my own journey when it comes to hoops and how basketball has shaped my life, and it's tremendous to see how a sport can radically change the course and direction of someone's life. And that's what John Wooden did as a coach, as a mentor, as a leader. And we're going to discuss all of that today because it's so important and crucial, so vital to live out your passions, what blessings God has given you, and then to instill them and to share them with other people. Because what good is it to keep it to ourselves, but instead to lead other people and to build up strong leaders through what we know and how we just want to live with that great vigor and intensity. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Together we journey on growing, improving, and becoming a better version of ourselves daily. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life to learn of ways to get involved in your community and make a difference. Coach Wooden in the sport of basketball wrote many different books as well, including My Personal Best. It's one of my favorite books. I highly suggest that you check it out, as well as Wooden, a autobiography, and many others. And it's just so great to dive into the mind of this 
amazing person. And we have to say, somebody who is a guy of great faith, somebody who grew up on a small farm in the Midwest and really was poor and really didn't have much going for him per se as the world would think. You know, somebody who might have been behind when it comes to the ability or maybe the opportunities that were going to present themselves, but he made a way. And it's because this guy didn't want to take no for an answer, and he had a just different mentality when it came to success. John Wooden is very famous for many quotes, and one of them that I really enjoy and I try my best to also wrap my head around just dive into to dissect because it's so impactful is when he says success is never final failure is never fatal and it's courage that counts and then he goes on to say never cease trying to be the best you can be and I think that's amazing because so oftentimes we get inundated with these records with the games that he won with the winning streak you know over 70 games won and 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 for a stretch of 3 seasons and having won 10 national championships you know that probably will never be replicated however he really wanted people to understand that we're not comparing ourselves to others but instead we're comparing ourselves to the version that we were yesterday and are we better today and are we growing and are we transforming ourselves by being open to the opportunities the experiences and pushing ourselves to be the very best that we can possibly be and that's what personal best is all about that's what the pyramid of success is about to be more concerned as he says with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are while your reputation is merely what others think you are to have our priorities straight to be thinking about the things in the right manner and to not be looking over our shoulder and wondering what other people are thinking about us but instead being the person that decides did i actually give my best today and if i didn't well did i learn something from it and can i bounce back and give my best tomorrow because every day matters and every day counts. And that's why John Wooden said, today is the only day yesterday's gone. Amazing. And even still, when we're trans, uh, transitioning in different stages of our life, when we're going through ebbs and flows, when we're going through difficult moments, and maybe we're even on a losing streak per se, maybe it's in sports, or maybe we're having a hard time when it comes to a different aspect of life. But here's the thing, folks. That's why it's important to not give up on your dreams or your dreams will give up on you. Now, John Wooden was so right in saying all of these things because what happens is over time you gain wisdom, you gain perspective, you gain insight, and you learn so much along the way on the journey. And we're journeying together on the Life to the Fullest podcast. We're journeying here with you on the EF3 Life platform because we want you to strive for greatness. We talked about this to open up the year, to set goals, to be able to be somebody who is going to be uncommon, who's going to strive for more. And if you are wanting more out of your life, whether you're an athlete or not, we can all learn such great wisdom and so many insights from this man who just really poured his whole heart, mind, and soul into a game, not because it was the end-all, be-all, but because he understood that it was a vehicle, it was a gateway, it was a means 
to lead young men, to lead people to be better, to challenge those around him, his coaching staff, the people at the university, all the the fans, um, the supporters at UCLA, anybody that he could influence and make sure that he was doing the best possible job that he could to use a platform to instill just the values that would build a better tomorrow. And really, that's what it's about. When you look at this pyramid of success, it's truly fantastic because there's a firm foundation. And at the root and the bottom right here are really intangibles. The first one is industriousness. You know, this idea of there's no substitute for work and that worthwhile results come from hard work and careful planning. If you're an industrious type of person, no matter what you're facing today, whether your goal is large or it's smaller, you can build on something that you're getting after and honing your craft and you're working hard. And as we know, there's no substitute for that hard work and hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And when you put in the work, we know the results will come. Having that spirit of industriousness in every facet of your life, whether it be athletics or it be education or it be faith or it be fitness, is going to set a precedent and a tone for who you are and what you stand for. John Wooden then talked about friendship. Now, this one is probably one of the most important that there are because it stems from relationship. And as we know, we're a communal people, and it's so vital and crucial for all of us to be communal, to have people that we can trust, that we can pour our life into, who we can listen to, and who we can gain wisdom and courage and insight and inspiration from. You know, it's a two-way street. And with friendship, he talked about a lot that it comes from mutual esteem, respect, and devotion to those people who matter to you. To not take people ever for granted, but instead to make sure that we are valuing them for who they are, not what they do or their job or their description or their reputation, etc., but really who they are at the core of their heart, that there's love at the epicenter. And then also at this base foundation of the pyramid of success is loyalty. Loyalty being true to yourself and also depending upon those who you are in relationship with. Being loyal to the people who have built you up, not forgetting where you come from and who helped you to get to where you are today. Having a sense of self-respect also and being loyal to what you believe in. So loyalty is actually twofold here. It goes hand in hand with friendship and relationship and the people that are on your team or in your collective unit that's building you up, whether you're owning your own business or you have uh, worked in a corporation or you're part of some kind of organization or sports team, certainly loyalty is key because every single member on that team matters. And actually, Coach K talked about that as well. Somebody who certainly looked up to John Wooden and his coaching abilities, everything that he did on and off the court. And you can see the passion and the zeal of these guys on the sideline. But then when you boil it down and you look at what they stood for, loyalty. I mean, staying with one university for such a long time, but also believing in the people who believe in you. And it's just 
it's tremendous when you look at the parallels of all these fiery, passionate coaches and athletes and the common thread that actually runs through it all. Because when you get to the heart of the matter, these things will allow you to achieve success. And and I just want to stop here for a second and just put a brief pause. Because as we're talking about the pyramid of success, what John Wooden had cultivated and created here, he was the one who actually talked about how you can't really measure success and just look at people and, and comparisons. And that's not what it's about, but it's actually about being the best that you can be. And I can't reiterate that enough because true success he talked about in my personal best is all about preparation plus effort. And see, when I was teaching in the inner city in Albany, and then I was coaching, and this is something that I had to continue to instill in my students and my players. And it's something that I try to continue to aspire today. And when I talk to younger people, and it's so important because we can so often just compare ourselves to others and it's easy to fall into that rabbit hole of looking to the left or to the right or thinking I'm not good enough. But here's the thing. If you're giving your very best, you're gonna get better. You're not just gonna stay status quo. You're not gonna be average. And you're going to be better today than you were yesterday if you're continuing to work hard, if you continue to prepare, and you do what it takes, and you really want it. The people who just stay where they're at, the people who stay average, the people who have insufficiencies and things that they're not sure about themselves are the ones that are having a hard time looking in the mirror and sometimes being accountable for who they are. And sometimes it's humility because guess what? When you admit, yeah, I didn't actually give my best effort, but I'm going to dust myself off and I'm going to do better next time. I'm going to learn from this because if you're learning, it's not a failure until you quit. And that's something that John Wooden stressed. And it's something that I stress as well when I was coaching and teaching because there's always teachable moments. There's always time to learn. If there's breath in your lungs, you still have work to do and you still can learn from other people, experiences, and things that this world has to offer. But certainly, when it comes to success, it's about that effort. Are you putting in that max effort? Are you preparing? And are you preparing the right way? Are you seeking good counsel and wisdom are you learning and growing from other people whether that be mistakes of your own or others and also seeing the successes of other people and not being envious of them other than the fact that it should fire you up if you're competitive because you want to be the best that you can be and looking at how they achieved it and seeing are there things that they're doing that you're not not to compare yourself in a bad way but to see what does it take to actually get there and then creating your own recipe for success so that way you could be ultra prepared and ready when your time comes. That is super important. So, so far we talked about industriousness, friendship, and loyalty, and ultimately what success looks like. Cooperation is another one. You know, being able to be a good teammate and a player is something that's really essential. Being able to be in an organization or on a staff of some kind of school or business or any other venture is going to be something that runs parallels through all areas and aspects of life. And that's why I really like athletics so much. And whether you're 
the five-star all-American athlete on the team, or you're somebody who's the last man on the bench. Here's the thing, folks. Every person on the team matters. Every position counts. And if you actually live out your role in the right way and you work hard and you push one another to be better and you cooperate, you work in community because you're not envious, but you're actually striving so that way the team can achieve more. If you know your role and you live it out well and then you push others to be the best that they can be, you could be a leader no matter whether you're scoring 30 points a game on the court or maybe you're only averaging five minutes a game. Here's the thing. The people who rise to the top, okay, those who are the best have people who are helping them to get there. And in a team sport like basketball, yeah, you might have the star player, somebody who's getting a lot of accolades, the person who's scoring and putting the ball in the hole or running the show on the court, maybe the fan favorite the one that's selling all the jerseys. But guess what? When it comes to being a team sport, every member and every link in the chain is vital and crucial for the success and cohesiveness because we know a house divided against itself will fall. We've seen that across all levels of basketball, and it runs true in society as well. But when you have that community, when you have that cooperation, that willingness to work together, beauty can happen. It's like a symposium on the court. It's actually like an amazing painting that's taking place. And then you have enthusiasm. Also at the root and the base of this pyramid of success, enthusiasm, an essential hallmark of somebody who's going to rise and be achieving greatness. Why? Because if you're not have a zealous spirit, if you're not somebody who's getting after it, if you're not somebody who desires to be self-motivated, you're probably only going to go so far in this life. Things are going to get hard. Times are going to get tough. It's not always going to go your way, and there are going to be many stumbling blocks or things in your path when you're trying to achieve more. But if you have enthusiasm, if you have a spring in your step, if you have a I can attitude and a positive approach, things are going to happen that are going to wow a lot of people. And I say that humbly. But I also say that enthusiastically because that is exactly what you need. You need that fire in your belly and that no excuses, don't quit kind of attitude to get things done because they're not just going to happen on their own. You have to get after it. So those are the foundational blocks of the pyramid of success. After a quick commercial break, be right back at it. We'll continue to break down John Wooden's pyramid of success and discuss how this impacts our lives together. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Together, we journey on growing, improving, and becoming a better version of ourselves daily in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life to learn of ways to get involved in your community and make a difference. Check out my latest book, The Saint Next Door, Practicing Heaven by Living Love and Discovering God's Holiness Within. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. Welcome back to the Life to the Fullest podcast. We're here today discussing John Wooden's pyramid of success. It's March Madness. Basketballs are being tossed up in the air. We have 
the round of 64, 32, Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final 4, and then eventually two teams will be cutting down the nets. And then one will prevail in New Orleans. And that's going to be beautiful to see and watch. And it just calls to mind how important sports are in our society and our culture, especially great leaders, people who are willing to coach and to instill tremendous values, not just amongst players, but that run parallel throughout our entire society that could better us as humanity. And that's John Wooden. We're breaking down his pyramid of success today. We laid the foundation here with the first six or so um, elements or pyramids of successes as we continue to climb the ladder with him. In the second layer, we have self-control, alertness, initiative, and intentness. Self-control. This is one that certainly as an athlete is critical. As a person in life is essential. As a kid or young person can be one of the most challenging. Self-control as defined by John Wooden is the practice and self-discipline of keeping emotions under control, having good judgment and a common sense. Now, being under control is critical. Why? Because a lot of times in life, things are out of control. And if you can control yourself, that is something that you actually have a hand on. And just like in the game of basketball, if you have the ball in your hands, you could decide what you're going to do, how your body is moving, and the way that you manner in which you are moving and going. And in life, if we're able to be self-controlled, if we're able to stop our impulses, if we're able to temper our our anger, if we're able to keep ourselves in check and keep our mind right and our body right and our spirit right, guess what? We're going to go really far because that's something that everybody can grow in. It's something that is a discipline. It's something that we can work on, but it's something that is really important when it comes to being a team player and achieving success. That's something that we could probably have an entire podcast episode about because it all involves discipline. If you're a disciplined person, if you're somebody who works on it, if you're somebody who really wants something bad enough, you'll control yourself in the manner that is necessary to achieve it. Alertness is next. You know, observing constantly, being on the lookout, being open-minded. These are so important, especially for people who are constantly achieving new levels of success. And and it's critical because if you think about this, if you're somebody who's not open-minded, when you reach a certain level, you're going to plateau and then eventually you're going to slide back. And sometimes, you know, satisfaction can really dampen or put a ceiling on our level of achievement. And you might have this dream in your heart right now and things might not be necessarily going the best for you. And if that's the case, keep after it, but be alert, be on the lookout, be observant, see what other people are doing, and be open-minded enough to take those skills, those strategies, those wherewithals, and to try them, apply them. Just be willing to not be closed off to new ideas and new ways, new avenues, because sometimes the road that you're taking might not be working the best. It's like X's and O's in a basketball game. You have to make adjustments on the fly. Sometimes there's a zone defense and you have to, you know, call a timeout 
and draw up a different play and attack the zone in a different manner, get the ball into the teeth of the zone, move it more, and wear out the defense in order to put the ball in the hoop. If you're just too rigid and one-minded and have this one track of doing things, it can really dampen the mood. It can really put a halt to your progress. So be open-minded and have alertness. Initiative. Wow. Cultivating the ability to make decisions and thinking alone. So obviously on a team, obviously in life, it's important to be somebody who thinks for others and is a leader and wants to be considerate of the other people on the squad. However, taking the initiative and thinking by yourself, not just for yourself, but by yourself and being able to have the wherewithal and the focus to do that for leadership is critical because there's going to be a lot of noise. There's going to be a lot of external influences and influencers But if you can zone in, you keep your eyes on the prize, and you know what your aim is and what the goal is and what the best avenue is for the team, while being open-minded, yes, but taking the initiative and being convicted in what you know is best for the collective unit, even though sometimes making decisions could be hard, that's going to lead to success as well. And then we have intentness. Set a realistic goal. Concentrate on the achievement by resisting all temptations along the way. So what is your intent? What is the reason behind it? What is your why? You know, John Wooden often talked about that, and the great leaders of our time and in the past and history have talked about it as well. What is your why? Is your why big enough? And if it is, you'll be willing to do whatever it takes to get there Because the why matters. Without a why, you're going to fizzle out and you're going to crash and burn. It's not going to last too long and things aren't going to go so well for you. And especially during desert moments or hard times, hardship, trials, difficulties, your why really, really, really matters. And and it just so much matters when you're reaching levels of success. Why? Because if you don't have that why, you're going to cease to progress. You're going to stop where you are. And... You're not going to bust through a new ceiling. You're not going to have this always better, never best mentality, meaning you can always improve. Then we also have the next layer on the cake, so to speak, to the top of the pyramid of success, and that's condition, skill, and team spirit. Now, John Wooden said success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you did your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. Condition. You have to have a mental and moral respect. You have to have a physical and spiritual strength. That's what he's talking about when it comes to condition. You know, think about the great athletes. What are they doing in the offseason? That is where they're actually winning games. It's not in the fourth quarter of the NBA Finals or in the last two or three minutes of the NCAA Final Four that athletes are winning the games. It's actually months and months and months beforehand. It's actually years beforehand in the training. And we're not just talking about the skill work of bouncing a basketball, working on our dribbling skills, or you know, working on 
our shooting technique. All that obviously is really important. But we're talking about stamina. We're talking about doing what it takes and doing the hard when you don't want to, when no one else is watching, running countless wind sprints in the gym, running up hills with a sandbag on your back. We're talking about doing that in a 100-degree heat in the middle of the summer. We're talking about doing the intangibles, the things that make someone a so-called gym rat, right? The person that's the first in the building and the last to leave, and then they're doing things that most people don't want to do and won't do. Why? Because they want to have success that most people won't reach and don't actually want to reach bad enough to get there. Because if you want it bad enough, you'll do what it takes, and you'll do the dirty, the hard, and the things that are ugly sometimes to make it happen. And that's what condition is. But it's not just physical condition, because it's really important to be physically fit when it comes to athletics, to keeping yourself healthy. But it's also just as important to keep your mind sound, to keep it sharp, to keep it alert, to keep it clear, as well as your spirit, number one, in life, your faith, your walk with God. What is that looking like? Is that in the right manner? Are you walking by the Spirit? Because guess what? If you have the Spirit right, if you have your mind right, and you have your body right, wow, what a triple threat. It's actually quite uncommon, I would say, to find somebody that has those things in a really stable manner. Conditioning. And that's always getting better. It's increasing that stamina over time. Because there's going to be a lot of things that wear us down. But we have the ability to control these things in many ways. And they have skill. There's a lot of different things that we have skills with. There are many blessings that have been granted to us by God above. Are we acknowledging that skill? Are we using our abilities to become better? Are we sharpening our skills? And also, are we working on the areas of weakness? You know, one thing that I would say just being blunt with you out there is I wish I would have worked on my left hand more at finishing at the rim. You know, as a basketball player, even at the college level, that was one of my areas of weakness was being able to finish, especially with contact with the left hand. And it's something that when I'm teaching the game today of just making sure that things that might appear to be a skill that we are sharpening them with our younger players, but we're also working on the areas that are weak so that way we become stronger in them, we're more well-rounded, and we're more diverse. That we could be a better player on the court, but in life as well, because there are so many areas. And, and for people to really grow and to want to achieve success, you oftentimes have to be able to ask people to check out your blind spots because we can become so inundated with the way that we do things that we might not even look at our areas of weakness anymore. And it's important for those that we trust, that we can un- that understand us, that we know well, to point those out so we can become better. That's huge. And if you're running a business, it's it, extremely important. If you're somebody who's just trying to achieve personal growth and development with your goals and your aspirations, skills. What are you skilled at? Are you in your skill? No, are you in the area that you are passionate about, that you're talented in, 
that you have treasure in. This is all really, really important because if you're living in that, if you're harnessing that skill and you're sharpening it daily, you're probably going to find your passion and your purpose. And when those things meet up, guess what? Boom! Some great things are going to happen. You're going to have an outbreak take place and people are going to notice and recognize it. And it's not in a bad manner, but they're going to see and be inspired by it. And they're going to be attracted to it. And you're just going to be fulfilled. Skill is super important. And then we have team spirit. We talked about that a little bit before, but it's super critical that we come together not only as a team to play together, to stay together, to pray together, but always to have that livelihood of a liveliness. You know, you wake up every day and you go to work and you're going to spend eight hours a day or more at the job place. It's important to have some camaraderie with the people that you work with, to get to know them. And maybe you don't like every person that you work with. I understand that. Maybe you're not going to hang out outside of work with each person that you're putting in and rising and grinding with. However, you have to have that collective team spirit because if you could cultivate a culture that has that, guess what? People are going to work harder. And when people work harder together, you're going to achieve better things and it's going to be a trickle-down effect. But with leadership, that's where it takes place at the top. And people notice that. The, the person who is at the top that's leading by example, that's taking the onus on themselves to collectively invigorate that team spirit and that cohesiveness as a unit and a group like a great coach or the athlete in general on the floor or somebody who is the person that's leading the team in their organization or in their group, guess what? They're going to instill these values in other people, this vigor, this inspiration, and people are going to show up excited to get it done. And if you're excited to get it done together, if you believe in it, if the why is big enough, look out because some amazing things are going to happen. Things are going to even surprise you because you showed up every day, you gave it your all, and you were prepared. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Together, we journey on growing, improving, and becoming a better version of ourselves daily. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. As we continue to climb the ladder here, John Wooden asks us to have poise. You know, we're fired up, we're energetic. This is a very lively podcast, and I am just so excited to share these things with you, and I want to hear what you have to say about it as well. Poise. What does poise even mean? You know, sometimes we don't even take a second to stop and to think, to reflect, and to have the ability amidst all the noise and the chaos and the craziness of life to call a time out. You know, here's another great analogy. The crowd is going berserk. Players' um, enthusiasm's going through the roof. You know, people are, are shouting things. There's so many crazy things happening in the stadium, and the clock is running down. And for the ice water to be in your veins, to hit the game-winning shot, or to sink the free throws in a crowd of 20,000-plus with the thunder sticks clapping and everybody saying so many different things and you know, all the stimuli, you have to have some poise. You have to have some wherewithal. You have to just be yourself. 
You have to be able to stop and to put things on pause to stay calm, cool, and collected to sink the free throws, to hit the big shot, or to at least put yourself in position to do so. It's all about fighting for yourself. It's all about understanding the situation, rising to the occasion, but staying calm amidst pressure. Right, All that is so important and critical when we're thinking about poise. And then we also have to think about confidence. Are you somebody who believes in yourself? Because here's the thing. Other people can believe in you, and that's really important. To have a a team of people, to have family, to have friends, to have those in the community, to have supporters, to have mentor leaders, teachers. That can't be done enough. Right, We have to build other people up. We have to fill their bucket. We have to be those that are encouragers, cheerleaders. But you also have to have confidence in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And I said this a little bit earlier. Tim Tebow, somebody who truly believed in himself, he also believed in the man above. And and God can give you that confidence. There's so many people who are just inundated and just weighed down by anxiety these days fear and not trusting themselves and especially not trusting God. But if you have confidence, we're not talking about cockiness. We're talking about confidence. We're talking about having the ability to trust the work ethic that you put in, the preparation that you did, and your ability and to give your all and have confidence in that respecting without fearing, understanding that I'm going to keep things in the proper perspective. Because guess what? I can do this. You know, so much about shooting in the game of basketball is about confidence. Sometimes when people go on shooting streaks and the basket becomes like an ocean, everything they throw up they think is going to go in, it's because the mind is connected to the body. Well, that has to do with a lot of other things in life as well. If you have confidence in yourself things are going to start going your way, or at least you're going to see the world in that manner. And guess what? The positivity is going to be attracted to you and you're going to be attracted to it. So the people, the places, the things, the connections, the opportunities, all these things, it's like everything comes together full circle all at once because why? You were confident in it. You knew that it would take place. You thought it into existence and then you actually made it happen. You relied and you trusted on God to open up the pass and the gateway that he gives you the gifts, the talents, and the abilities to do it because you can, you will, you want to, and it's getting done. That's confidence, and that's so important to walk tall and carry a big stick, right? To understand that why not? You know, I talked about that before. Why not? And why not you? Why not today? And why not now? Stop living in fear or this misconception that it's going to be too hard to do it or what are other people going to think? Who who cares? Who cares what they think? I say that because you have what it takes. Your dream is too big. It's too important. Your mission on this earth is too vital and crucial. You got to live with confidence. And then competitive greatness one of the top blocks on the pillar or pyramid of success competitive greatness you know michael jordan who said i've always believed that if you put in the work the results will come 
If you want to be the best, you have to work the hardest. Competitive greatness, not settling. And greatness to be better every day when you look at yourself, when you look at who you are in the mirror, that person staring back at you. Are you proud of yourself? Is God proud of you? Did you give your all? You know, is that poker chip on the table? Did you go all in with whatever it is that you're chasing after? Whatever it is that you're putting your time and your energy into? Life is too short to just be going by and floating by, right? John Wooden understood when he was talking about pyramid of success that these were all building blocks of character, of who someone is. And it's a beautiful thing to look at them and to understand that all of these are crucial to who we are at the core as human beings. And then on the, on the sides, these things are like the glue pieces to the pyramid of success include things such as ambition, adaptability, resourcefulness, you know, having fight. Certainly faith and patience at the very top. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Integrity, reliability, honesty, and sincerity. You know, it comes to truthfulness, staying true to who you are, living out the person that you are on the inside, who you're created to be. Honesty, sincerity, truthfulness, all these things, and reliability even. All these things go hand in hand, right? If you want to be somebody who's trustworthy and trusted and entrusted with a lot and people are going to rely on you and they're going to go to you and they want to aspire to achieve greatness because of your lead, you have to live out the example. You have to be the example. It's one thing to talk about. It's a whole nother thing to be about. And that's not something that's easy at all. It's not something that comes just naturally all the time. But guess what? If you're being about it, people are going to see it. Oftentimes, people will forget even what we say. They might even forget what we do. They won't forget how we made them feel. Maya Angelou talked about that great leaders show and lead by example. They set people up for success. They see the goodness and potential in others, and they allow them to create the space and the time for that success to explode. Faith, fight, resourcefulness, ambition, having fight. You know, you might not be the biggest dog, but are you going to fight the hardest? You might be somebody who's looked at as a small person when it comes to your stature or maybe even in the beginning part of your career. But guess what? Everybody starts somewhere. And you might be thinking, started at the bottom, but now I'm there, like the song. But guess what? You got to start somewhere. It starts with one small step. Think about those guys who landed on the moon. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Why? Because it starts with a single step. It's progress. Every single day that we get up, that our air fills our lungs, that our feet hit the floor, it's a blessing. It's a day that we can do something beautiful with. We have a gift. What we do with that gift and what we give back is our gift to God and to the world. We have the ability every day to make a difference. We have the capability to do things 
that we're called to do, that we're inspired to do, that we're motivated to do. You have to have the ambition. You got to find it within yourself. That fire has to be stoked up. It has to be burned. You got to keep fueling it. It got to keep recharging day after day. And some days it's going to be easier than others. Other days it's going to be really hard. You just got to keep moving. You just got to keep going, right? Just don't give up. Don't quit. Don't stop. Faith and patience. Really, really important at the very top of the pyramid of success. And why is this the case? Well, because everything comes to faith. Faith in God, in trusting in his plan for your life, and understanding that he has a mission and a purpose for every person that was gifted to this world. Faith in yourself, coming from understanding and believing in what you stand for and what you're living for and what you're aiming for, what your goals and what your dreams are shooting towards faith in the people that you're leading, that's on your team, that you're working with, those members of your community and your family, at your workplace. Faith and understanding that every single day that you do something good and kind and beautiful and you work after dispelling violence or you know, eradicating things that are are hurting society like racism and just the difficulties that humanity continues to endure, you are being faithful. You're being faithful to your call to making the world better by impacting in a positive manner and being patient. Understand this isn't going to happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. Ten championships by the greatest coach of all time, John Wooden, weren't won in the blink of an eye. But instead, actually, it happened little by little. One day at a time, one practice at a time, one understanding at a time, one life lesson at a time. And all these collectively go into this soup or into this recipe, into this pyramid of success. Competitive greatness, poise, confidence, condition, skill, team spirit, intentness, initiative, alertness, self-control, industriousness, friendship, loyalty, cooperation, enthusiasm, faith, patience, fight, integrity, reliability, honesty, sincerity, ambition, adaptability, resourcefulness. All of these things go into the pyramid of success. Success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you did your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. Those are great words. They're great words to live by. There's, they're great words and pillars to esteem to be. Are you a pillar in your community? Are you somebody who's standing tall? Are you a person that's going to not just stand for anything, But when they stand, they're going to stand for something that's better, that's right, that's uncommon, and that's true to who you are and what you believe in. Whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you. Talent is God-given. However, hard work is what you do with it. This is so important for us to understand and realize that in this game of life, things are going to be difficult. But one day at a time, we can start achieving success little by little. 
You have the opportunity. You have the ability. You have everything that it takes. You're well-equipped. You're well-able. Believe in yourself. Believe in your team. Understand that what you desire, the why, that matters. And whatever you're living for, whatever you're doing this for, be humble and stay hungry. This is the Pyramid of Success. We hope that you enjoy March Madness, all the games. And as you're reflecting, as you're watching great athletes, understand that every single day we put on the kicks, we lace them up, we get on the hardwood, or we leave our door for the workday. We have a, a job to do. We have something to take care of. And it's really important we keep our mind right, our body right, our spirit right. So we can always be better. We can always improve. And ultimately, we can make the world better and we can make others better around us. Thanks again for joining us on the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Until next time, keep living life to the fullest. 